Jewelry isn't a gift you give just once. It's a way to remind your loved one of a beautiful moment every time they see it. Blue Nile can help you find the gift that says how you feel and says it beautifully with expert guidance and a wide assortment of jewelry of the highest quality at the best price. Go to BlueNile.com and experience the convenience of shopping Blue Nile, the original online jeweler since 1999. That's BlueNile.com to find the perfect jewelry gift for any occasion. BlueNile.com. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, to get 20, 20, 20, to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hello and welcome to Burn Cookbook Party, an original Pathfinder campaign set in a unique fantasy world where four heroes of varying skills, attractiveness, and stupidity race against time loop to prevent a war. I was thinking maybe we should adjust um, the intro of this now that we're pretty, I mean, we're not in the time loop territory yet, but I think we're probably getting pretty close to it. It feels likely that maybe... Some of our team's going to die imminently, and then um, <laughs> and then we'll be doing, like, the ultimate split the party where half of our team is dead, <laughs> and Johnny and Ash will just have to limp on. Yeah, or we'll be in different timelines. I'm just going to play Manny. Oh, guys, we should secretly conspire to make him play Manny. <laughs> Wait, can I offer Caitlin, would you play the Ella flute? Oh my god, I would do anything to play the Ella flute. I'm going to send you a flute in the mail. I am Jenna Stieber, and I play Astra Bleb, a fey adult half-elf oracle who is exactly who she says she is. And I'm joined by... Andrew Hansen, playing Johnny Brightchild, a hot and sunny Ifrit resource ball paladin, eager to help and flex. Caitlin Stadahar, not yet playing the Eliflute, but playing Patty Hertz, a rat folk ranger dandy with a nose for gossip and cheese. And I'm Paul Ukemeyer playing Zelf, an elven battle chef carving a name for himself in the high stakes world of magical cooking. For now. And we are, of course, led today and the rest of all time by our illustrious DM, world builder, and murderer, Justin Green. <laughs> hey, Justin, how you doing? Man, the weather here's been pretty bad. It's been raining a lot. I went outside, felt like a drowned rat after. No, that's oh. rude. That's rude. <laughs> <laughs> The engineer who was knocked into the water when Johnny shoved the prototype off the docks has successfully made his swim check to keep his head above water, and he is going to grip onto the claw arm that has Patty imprisoned. And then, Zelf, it is your turn. Oh, man. <laughs> uh, what What is the nature of this claw? Is it something that looks like Zelf can pull Patty out <laughs> or maybe pull one of the claw fingers open so that she can climb out? I would let you make a strength check to pull it open. Is it shaped like a lobster claw that would give Zelf bonuses? It's like an oyster. <laughs> My strength is miserable. Is there like a gear or a rivet or something that I can dismantle on the claw? I will let you make a disabled device check to try and undo it, or it won't let you open it, but it will let you weaken it to make it easier to make strength checks. Yeah, I am going to 
move over next to it, I guess. Can I jump on it? <laughs> sure. Uh, do I have to make a check to do that? Yeah, why don't you make an acrobatics check? I would love to. That's a 26. Beautiful. Yeah, so this thing is sinking into the water. <laughs> the claw <laughs> is slowly going under, under, under. You make a dramatic leap onto the claw. But this is erosion tech. You've never seen it before. It's not like what the chairman had in all of his weird food dungeons. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Well, my first disabled device check is a natural one, but I do hold my breath. (laughs) (laughs) Astra, what do you want to do? Astra sees all this ruckus and is like, well, all right. Actually, maybe we're fine. (laughs) And as she sees that the mech is down there, she's going to say, yeah, that's right. Rust in peace. Oh, shit. It's Patty and his claw. (laughs) (laughs) I have leveled. I don't know about the rest of you chumps, and I don't care about the rest of you chumps. But I would like (laughs) to save Patty. No, Patty, I'm coming for you. (laughs) Thank you. (laughs) Amongst my upgrades is I got a new spell. Uh, I was going to try to command him, but I don't know if I can command him to do things to the robot. Uh, Luckily, that's not my choice. That's Justin's choice. And I'm going to make him choose right now by casting (laughs) command. (laughs) (laughs) I love it. (laughs) Um, So it works for one round. I can give them a single command, which it obeys to the best of its ability at its earliest opportunity. Approach, drop, fall, flee, or halt. Can you choose your own one-word command, and those are just suggestions? You may select from the following options. This is the full and complete oh. list. Yeah, that's the ultimate limitations Still of the, the command spell. Otherwise, it would be way too powerful <laughs> for a level one spell. All of them are pretty useful while this engineer is yeah. dangling above the water, though. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Right? <laughs> Fall into the water. Yeah, jump. <laughs> so I am going to tell him to fall. And he gets a will save. On its turn, the subject falls to the ground and remains prone for one round. Oh, <laughs> wowzers. Uh-oh. Sucker. <laughs> hey, Justin, did it roll really well? <laughs> I rolled an 18. He got a 21. He is single-minded about surviving and stopping Zelf from destroying his precious weapon. <laughs> So Astra runs up, points her finger at him, and it says, get down! And he just goes, no! Neither, neither! Make me! This is a very (laughs) labyrinth-esque sequence of events. (laughs) (laughs) And that's my turn. Johnny Brightchild. Oh, man. I want to try and save Glorhand. (laughs) <laughs> Fucking SOL, bud. She is dead. I am not. <laughs> I mean, baby angel. Uh, because <laughs> That's also not Patty. <laughs> yeah, I know. But... I'm so offended right now. <laughs> Isn't Patty actually in the water? There's some combat going on. I can't stop to get her out of the water. <laughs> <laughs> I've got to attack these other people who are still up. I will, uh, with my 10-foot reach, attack the uh, roguish erosion. Who is standing yeah. over Baby Angel with a blade of mercy? Our attacking furious focus looks good. I deal a merciful <laughs> twenty-five non-lethal damage. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he is down, absolutely knocked on his ass. Tommy Amber Eyes' turn. Don't worry about it, Patty. No! Uh, it's your turn. Next turn is the prototype's turn, and it will sink further, and it will pull you underwater. Oof. <laughs> Oh, God. 
So disable device or escape artists are probably your best choice. Okay. Other than trying to physically snap the claws off with a strength check <laughs> or yeah. doing a reverse grapple That's to break That's not going to happen. I'm not going <laughs> to snap the robot's claws off. So escape artist <laughs> to actually escape. Disable yeah. device yeah. to prep escaping. Okay. Well, in that case, I think disable device first is, is the way to do it. So we're going to do that. You're not going to gamble on escape artist? Come on. <laughs> I'm not gambling anymore, guys. All right. Well, I've rolled a nine. No. So. Uh-oh. Oh, my God. oh, boy. I need an alcoholic beverage. <laughs> You're about to be in the drink, so. <laughs> yeah, right. All right. On the prototype's turn, the body of it is already underwater. It Jeez. continues to sink the clawed arm that Zelf is hanging off of that holds Patty goes underwater. You guys are able to hold your breath as that happens. So you can hold your breath for a number of rounds, double your constitution. Patty, you get a bonus on top of that too because of the endurance feat. So Patty, you can hold your breath for 28 rounds. Zelf, 24. Oh. It's a very long time, but every time you make a standard action, it's going to decrease one. So it will go faster than it sounds, but you, you're you in good mm-hmm. shape, theoretically. <laughs> yeah, theoretically. In combat rounds, you're in good shape for a while. In real life, panic! Panic! <laughs> <laughs> the Winter Guard technician, the engineer that is with you, goes underwater as well. He is going to still attempt to hit Zelf and knock him off of this <laughs> using his baton. He rolled a... 12 against you? That's probably not going to hit. Not even close. (laughs) Yes, so that is pointless. On the dock, the one remaining soldier, the Winter Guard medic, he is going to... Actually, you know what? He's going to run. <laughs> he knows what's coming. I was going to say, he just watched Johnny use the yeah. flat of his blade to knock out his bud. He can try to run. <laughs> I liked the idea of him like shakily holding up his crossbow almost vertical to try to hit Johnny. <laughs> <laughs> the medic flees. He runs back to the dock to where Kihu and the other mage are still unconscious, sleeping. And it is Zelf's turn. All right, I'm going to try to do what Patty did. I want to use the disable device to try to make it easier to escape the claw, ignoring the baton, because I had previously cast iron skin on myself, so my AC is okay. Oh, Whoa, he did. Oh, he did. Very nice. Oh. <laughs> awesome, awesome, awesome. Should I add inspiration to that, or is that good enough? That's a 25, by the way. <laughs> a big old, big mama 25, <laughs> as they say. It's up to you, Paul. I- I'll say that it can be better. It's something <laughs> that's just going to continue to stack to, to lower this DC. Ooh, do it, Paul. I rolled a three. Final total after inspiration is 28. Great. So you have lowered the DC for any way to break out of this by five from that. Nice. So that is great. You finally find purchase with your oyster spoon inside one of those (laughs) gears. (laughs) Yeah, I just had to find the oyster. (laughs) You can feel it shake, get weaker. Astra, what do you want to do? Um, you guys probably got this, right? (laughs) <laughs> no, we got it. We got it. Do we, though? I can't help. I'm going to try to run double time back to the garage. Do it. Yeah. I don't know if I can stop our Ifrit friend, but more than anything, I want to know that I was correct. <laughs> doubting. And then we yeah, can't trust we can't him. Be able to say, I told you so. <laughs> 90% of 
10% to prove that I'm right and say I told you so, and 10% so that if we go through this again in a time loop, I know. And then I just have that information. <laughs> See, there's a justifiable so reason. Sweet. Now you're thinking with time loops. I like it. <laughs> ah. She believes. You guys have got this. I'm I'm running after. Was his name Tommy? Tommy. Yeah. yeah. I'm running yes. after Tommy. I am not gonna be able to do anything to stop him, but uh, I can't really do anything to stop this. So good luck. After all this time that he spent with us, and you don't remember his name. Well, I never trusted him, so I never wanted to learn his name. <laughs> Wait. Does that mean you trust us? Because you know our names. Who says I know any of your names? (laughs) Okay, good point. Good luck with the rat girl. (laughs) (laughs) Johnny Brightchild, what do you want to do? I got a charge that fleeing medic who might go wake up his friends. No escape. Blah, 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 blah. (laughs) And I will attack him. I already imagine Johnny like seven feet tall, so I love that he's like... Just <laughs> fucking giant. 12 feet tall, yeah. Oh, man. I might have missed. I rolled a 16 to hit because I'm charging. His AC is 15. Yeah. Oh, he's a medic. Shit. He's squishy. <laughs> I deal 28 non-lethal damage to him. Yeah, he's down just barely, uh, but he is out. Andrew, what was the dice roll that you got on that? Was that a three? Yes. Amazing. Jesus. Patty hurts. You are now completely submerged in water. Your cheek pouches filled with air. What would you like to do? Okay, well, now that Zelf has gotten his spoon in there a little bit, I'm going to go ahead and try Escape Artist, and hopefully things will go better than they did previously. Let's see. You need a 19. I have rolled a nine. So well done for Patty. The technician, he is going to, he's so bad at anything related to this. Good. He's just going to keep whacking horrible, worse than before. A five. (laughs) (laughs) To to deal one non-lethal damage if it had hit. Just bad all around. (laughs) That's fine. Zelf, what do you want to do? I want to try to keep disabling it. Can I increase... The amount of disabling, or have I hit my limit? Nope, you can keep going. Yeah. Okay, yeah, I totally am. So I leave the oyster spoon in there. (laughs) I get out another highly specific spoon. Like, I get my strawberry core. Yeah, (laughs) this is no worse than that rock lobster. (laughs) Total of 22. I'm going to use my final point of inspiration. All right. That I have until I get a long rest for a total of 26. Awesome. So that is another five that you've lowered the DC. It's now a DC 14 to get out of there, Patty. Another successful jam of a utensil into this machine. (laughs) Astra blip. I'm just going to keep running until I get to the garage or catch up enough with Tommy to cast command on him. Mm-hmm. So the small door that's open that you're close yeah, to, that yeah. goes to the same place as the garage door. Okay. Well, then I should get there this round. <laughs> Justin, what do I see? Make a perception check. As you do that, I will tell you the obvious. <laughs> the garage is dead quiet and still. Oh. There's no Pearl. There's no Kata. Mm. There's no Tommy Ember Eyes. Mm. In front of you, you see the dead body of Abraham who has succumbed to whatever bizarre affliction. That was my question, if he wasted away or if his death was hastened in some way. I mean, he was pretty... He was in pretty bad shape. Yeah, Yeah. he was in shock. There's no obvious signs of violence against him. Okay. I rolled 
poorly. I'm trying to remember if I've used the thing that lets me re-roll stuff. Once per day as a free action, roll twice and take the better result on a skill check or ability check. So I'm going to use that now. I'm inspired by the barren <laughs> scene in front of me to maybe give this a second look. Because um, my first roll was an eight. Oh, fuck off. And the second one was a 10. <laughs> Justin. <laughs> you do see one thing that's strange. There is a shadow cast on the north wall that doesn't seem to be from anything in particular. Like, there's no light source that should be casting this shadow. There's just a strange shadow that's on this wall. That makes me incredibly nervous, Justin. Yeah, God, <laughs> Is there anything else in the room that looks like it could be the shadow portal Glorahan said she was making? Is there an obvious purple circle or something? <laughs> no, this is the only strange object that Astra notes that shouldn't be here or wasn't here last time. Did I see Tommy enter the garage? You did see Tommy enter the garage, absolutely. Uh, he's certainly not here now. Well, fuck. I'm going to withdraw my sword, the spiral rapier, and I'm going to approach the shadow and I'm going to poke it with my sword, Justin. Hmm. Yeah, the sword goes through the shadow as if there was nothing there, as if there's no resistance at all. It just kind of disappears easily into the shadow. Okay, I'm going to choose to assume that this is the portal. I don't really want to enter it without the rest of the group because, as you know, I don't care for splitting the party, and I've already sort of split <laughs> by leaving the rest of the party behind. Sort of. Sort of. Yeah. It's a recon. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> So that I'm going to conclude my turn in this manner. Johnny, what would you like to do, sir? I'm going to move up next to Baby Angel and use my last charge of Lay on Hands on him. Cool. Don't worry, Patty. I've got some healing spells left. So when Johnny is tapped out taking care of the NPCs, I'll still be able to help. Hey, are you all right? And I, <laughs> I heal him for eight. Great. That is enough to bring him back to consciousness. I'm glad I'm not the only one invested in these NPCs. And I'm going to be like holding him as like the sun comes down. I'm kind of like rubbing some of his shoulders like, oh, you're awake. Uh, and there's <laughs> all of these very strong images and desires to protect Ansel start just like really flashing into my brain. <laughs> oh God, sports massage. Harville blinks a couple times and he's like, Johnny, did, did we win? He sees like all of the, the bodies of the Winter Guard <laughs> surrounding him. Almost. It's not over yet. Not quite, bud. Patty and Zilf are fighting the mech in underwater combat. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm getting ready to go join them. <laughs> Perfect. Patty Hurts, what would you like to do? Okay, so my attempt to escape did not go very well last time. I don't know that I'm going to be able to escape without knocking on this thing a little bit. I don't know. Your odds right now are roughly 50-50. Yeah. yeah, you've got better odds. Self succeeded again. It's down to 14. I am going to attempt to escape again using my escape artist skill. Come on. Oh, oh my, my god, god, I rolled a two for a total of five. Incredible. I'm leaving. I'm taking my toys and going home. Bye forever. <laughs> Prototype's turn. It finally hits the bottom of the, the sea where you guys are at currently, and it rests there. So, Patty and Zelf, you are about 10 feet underwater where you are at currently. <laughs> That's not bad. 
I thought it was going to be way worse. <laughs> you could be way more underwater than you are. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> the Winter Guard technician, just to mix things up, he's just going to try to bull rush you both off of this thing. Great. And we'll see if that works, because nothing else is. A combat yeah. maneuver 15 at yourself. My CMD is a 16. (laughs) (laughs) This guy. (laughs) Barely, but he fails once more. So we do a little bit of underwater wrestling. (laughs) You do get an attack of opportunity on him when he makes that attempt. Okay. Well, unfortunately, I only rolled an 11 on my opportunity attack. His AC is 10. And you oh. strike him. Wow. Yeah. Stab, stab. I did one damage. He has one HP left. God damn. Uh, <laughs> oh, my God. A couple of weaklings having a slap fight. <laughs> In a last ditch attempt, he lands on your fork. <laughs> and his body rolls off uh, and sinks into the water. Hmm. Tragic. Embarrassing. Harville finds his feet. He looks at you and says, what can I do to help? <laughs> I don't have a lot of spells for this kind of situation. <laughs> I'm going to need your help securing some rope. Help me tie it around this post. As he starts tying it around himself. Yeah. So that there's like a lifeline attached to him. And uh, his plan is going to be to jump in the water and sink to the bottom and create a lifeline. Love it. Yeah. So he helps you tie a, a rope onto the post there. Zelf, what do you want to do? Okay, is it possible to further disable this device? <laughs> yeah, I'll let you get it down to 10, Paul. Ooh. Uh, that one is a total of 20. So that brings it down four. So it is at 10. That's <laughs> as low as it's going to go. Of the three prawns, you have now stuck a utensil into each one of them. Hell yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Patty, you can do this. <laughs> can I, though? I mean, time has said no. We believe in you. <laughs> <laughs> Zelf, you have 17 rounds left to use underwater. Astra, it is your turn. Well, this place is sort of a bust. <laughs> so I'm gonna, I guess, just return back to the fight. I am so proud of your restraint. I would have gone through oh. without even Paul, thinking about it. Paul, should I? Me too. Johnny? Yes. I think you should. You should do some reconnaissance. This isn't Johnny. This is Andrew talking. You should go. <laughs> okay, okay, okay. When have Andrew and Paul ever led you astray with their ideas? <laughs> Genuinely every moment of my life since I've met both of you. <laughs> and the important thing is that it's been great and I've had a great time. So, okay, let's do it. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> As are you going into the portal? Yeah. I'm furious at myself for splitting the party, but yeah. Such a gentle party splitting. (laughs) Astrid, you find yourself in a long corridor of extra dimensional space. Oh my god. The world around you is just a roiling dark haze, but peering through the veil, you can make out the city of New Haven drifting somewhere below you. It's cast in shadows, almost like a photo negative. And in the distance, you can see a faint light, like the end of a tunnel, but it's impossible to judge just how far away you are from it. You move forward. You feel like you're moving so fast in relation to New Haven moving underneath you. And yet you feel like you're still so far from the light at the end of this tunnel. It's mm-hmm. a strange, disorienting experience. Interesting and unnerving. Thank you, Justin. Johnny Brightchild, what would you like to do? 
I like to continue the montage of tying a rope to myself <laughs> with Baby Angel, who's got his rope tied to the post. Yeah. I don't know if I have any action left after that. If I do, I'm going to jump in the water. Yeah, I'll let you jump in the water. Sweet. Cannonball! All right, I'm coming, Betty! Make a swim check. So I have a question. How tall is Johnny right now? Is he, like, tall enough that he's just waiting? (laughs) (laughs) He's probably, like, 15 feet tall, so... (laughs) I got a 17 on my swim. That's perfect, Johnny. You swim up next to them, but I assume you're just going deep enough to reach them. Yeah. You can definitely accomplish that with a 17. Sweet. I start sinking like a diver with, like, an airline, but it's just a... It's just a rope. (laughs) (laughs) Patty Hurts, what do you want to do? What do you think I'm going to do, Justin? (laughs) (laughs) DC 10 to escape. (sighs) I hate everything. Let's see. You can do it. (laughs) Yeah! That's 16, bitch! That's teamwork! Teamwork! (laughs) The arms of the claw have slowly widened the more that Zelf weakens them. And finally, your small little body squeezes through and you are now free floating in the ocean. And I need you to make a swim check. Oh, God, I'm great at swimming. (laughs) It's a riptide, a riptide. All right. My swim check is 12. Okay. Great. Mm -hmm. Okay. Presentable. I can, like, doggy paddle, but, like, rat paddle. (laughs) Oh, yeah, you can move half your speed swimming this turn. So that is enough to get you to break surface. Excellent. So you are not out of the water, but you're out of danger and in control. Johnny's jumping in headlong. (laughs) I'm coming, buddy! (laughs) And as soon as he hits the water, Patty swims up on the other side. Like, I got free! Uh, Zelf, what would you like to do? Okay, Patty's out, which is number one reason Zelf jumped underwater. Can he climb the lifeline that Johnny brought over or use it to aid his swim? Because I also Mm. have a plus zero. I would say get a a DC five to push yourself off of the prototype and into Johnny's arms. Aww. Aww. Sold. <laughs> he can't speak because it's underwater, but he mouths like, I got you, bro. <laughs> Thank God, because I rolled a seven. <laughs> Normally not enough to keep from sinking, uh, but with Johnny's yeah. help, <laughs> you are lifted up in his giant arms. <laughs> Johnny living his Baywatch fantasy. When can we make Johnny's enlarged person permanent and just a giant member of our team? <laughs> Astra, you have been traveling for, you're not sure how long, time has sort of become meaningless, but Mm. you reach the light on the opposite end of this portal, and you find yourself back in the material plane, regaining your bearings, looking around, and you have ended up in a dimly lit greenhouse, which is packed Mm. tightly with exotic plants. Ooh. On one end of the greenhouse, you spawn a small shed. On the opposite end, you see an exit to, like, an outdoor extension of the garden. Anything more than that, you can make a perception check. Oh, great. I'm eyeballing those plants with suspicion. Justin, I want you to know. I'm not going to get caught again. (laughs) I rolled a 21 for my perception check. Nice. Great. That's very good. So, although the garden seems to be thriving, this space otherwise looks like it's been abandoned. It's kind of eerily quiet and ice cold inside. The plants growing here are very unnatural. So, where a common plant would be green, like the stalked leaves, these are all bright pink. 
Ooh, Insta. They're not a monster. They're not a creature. They're just normal plants other than that. You have seen these before, though, and very few people have. You've seen them in the northern parts of the Whispering Woods <gasps> across the river where most people are told never to ever travel. Yeah. But plants like this grow naturally in that area. Uh-oh. <laughs> Through the glass walls, you can see <laughs> that you are at one of the highest points in New Haven, you're still on the island. And using the towering statue of Idon that's in the center of the city, you can kind of use it as reference. And you know that you are now on the complete opposite end of the island in the northeast. Huh. Looking closer at the walls, you begin to notice signs of a struggle. There mm. are large cracks in some of the glass panes. And occasionally there are ones that are entirely busted out. And the jagged edges are smeared with blood. Mm. And the drops of blood lead towards the outdoor area. Oh, so this is like fresh struggle. You would estimate within two hours. Mm, interesting. Okay. Oh, boy. I am going to cast Divine Favor on myself, and then I'm going to follow the blood trail. Divine Favor gives me plus one luck bonus on attack and damage rolls for a minute. Johnny, you are in the ocean You've got a little zelf on you. What do you want to do? <laughs> Is that machine still ticking? It's still going, but it, it literally can't do anything to get out of this. Okay. You know, looking at zelf, I'm going to use a bit of luck <laughs> and give him a high five. So for the next round, he can re-roll any d20 roll he makes and take the favorable okay. result. And that's standard action to do it. And then I guess as a move action, can I swim? <laughs> yeah, I'll let you swim up with Zelf. Uh, you need okay. a DC 10 to get both of you out. All right. <sighs> All right. Perfect. I got an 11. <laughs> That's fine. Just leave Patty in the water again. <laughs> what? <laughs> Patty, you're over there? Harwell's <laughs> using his mage hand to kind of brace himself with your weight oh, to pull yeah. you and Zelf out uh, of the water. I'll even be nice and let you grab Patty on the way out. Oh, hell yeah. And three of you. <laughs> are finally on solid ground. Thank you. Combat has ended, and through the power of teamwork, the three of you are all now level five. <gasps> Wait, guys, we gotta go find Astra. Also, uh, baby Angel Ansel, I'm sorry, bro. I don't know how to tell you this, but your sister's dead. That's so not... Baby harmful. Angel is not... <laughs> <laughs> I'm once again running into the limit of what I think is Johnny and what I think is Andrew. <laughs> um, this is definitely Andrew being okay. confused. Harville is baby angel, Glorhan's boyfriend. Yeah, Harville. Not, yeah. Oh, no. not the necromancer who yeah. is her brother. Oh, that was a good dude. speech, though. I mean, I liked oh. the emotion you put into it. It was really moving. <laughs> Let's just go with it. That's fine. I'm totally okay with making that mistake. You see something come over Harville. You saw it earlier when Glorhan was struck down. But this time, Harville's eyes go from glowing white to a fiery red. Ooh. Nearby, the bodies of the Winter Guard on the dock, including Kihu and the Sleeping Mage, they spontaneously combust. Oh, shit! Uh -oh. <laughs> a few of them wake momentarily, but they barely have time to scream before they're just reduced to ash. I Ooh. fucking love this! Jesus. Well, Zelf claps and says, And they said revenge was best served cold. <laughs> Let's find Astra. <laughs> Harville speaks to you, but his voice sounds different. It sounds coarser. Where's Glorhan? I, I totally take him over. You should go on without me. I'll make sure her body gets back home. Right. Totally understandable. Also, 
I'm sorry I mixed you up with her brother. <laughs> it's just a lot going on in my head right now. <laughs> he doesn't respond. He just picks up Lorehan's body. Oh, Lord. As he sends the wall of stairs, built up New Haven skyscrapers, every Winter Guard body he passes bursts into flame. And I'm sure there's no repercussions from that. So <laughs> yeah, he's not going to be mad at us at all. <laughs> Hey everybody, thank you for listening to this most epic battle and burnt cookbook party. I'll return you to it in a moment, but I wanted to let you know if you want to get in our Discord server, the window to do so before becoming a Patreon member is quickly closing because we're working on the Patreon and it should be up soon. So if you are not a part of the Discord and would like to be, you can go to our Twitter account which is at BCB Party. While you're there, follow us. That would just be cool of you. Um, but there should be a link up for our Discord that you can use to join it. And then uh, we'll, we'll see you on the internet. People post fan art and pictures of their pets there. It's a pretty, pretty cool place to be. You can also email us if you have any thoughts or questions at bcbparty at gmail.com. Uh, back to the episode. Hey, thanks for listening. Bye. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass!" So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.
back in the gardens, Astra, you follow the blood to the balcony, and once you get out there, I'll let you keep your your good roll, your 20. You know that you're still alone out here on the balcony, but you follow the trail of blood to the body of a dead gnome, decapitated, his head separated from his body a few feet away. Seems bad. Is the perception check high enough to know if there were burn marks on the decapitated gnome? No burn marks. Paul, why do you ask? Okay, I ask because Tommy has a fire katana. That's right, he certainly does. I, but I don't recognize this creature? You don't. Interesting. Is there additional blood? No, this is his blood uh, that you've tracked out here. Okay, okay. I will say that you recognize his robes as being similar to, but not identical to the robes worn at Church Bodacious. Interesting. Did they belong to the sun god? Um, Make a religion check. Oh, I think I have levels in that. I'll tell you, you're familiar enough with the symbol of Gavilan to know that it is not Gavilan. I actually have quite a good knowledge religion score. So even though I rolled an eight, I got a 17. Great. You recognize the emblems as being for Idon, the neutral good god, mm. whose statue is at the center mm. of the city. He is kind of a proponent of cooperation and friendship. <laughs> <laughs> Yuck. Friendship. <laughs> Ew. Ew. Well, that's really fucking weird. I want to keep looking around. I'm trying to figure out if there's anything in particular I can do or that I want to look for. There is a shed in the back of the garden, and I will also let you make a survival check if you want to keep looking for Tommy in particular. I certainly do. I'm also going to cast Detect Magic because I have it as an at-will spell, and so that just feels beneficial in this moment. My survival, I think, is pretty bad. Oh, yeah, it's a negative one, because <laughs> it's a wisdom-based skill, and I've got a negative one wisdom. <laughs> oh! <laughs> yeah, high five. The dice reads a two on that survival check, so that is a one. Okay. As far as I know, there's never been another person here, and this creature fell on a sword that decapitated him. <laughs> um, but do I detect any magic? You do. So you detect that a couple of the plants, though not sentient creatures, are magical in nature. You Mm. also detect on this gnome's body a merciful metamagic rod, which I'm going to put in your inventory. Ooh. Yes. Very nice. Okay. The wielder can cast up to three spells per day that deal non-lethal damage as though using the merciful spell feat. Ooh. Only can be used with spells of third level or lower. Does not raise the spell level like some metamagic does. Okay, that's cool. Um, And then I want to go and check out the shed. Every gardening supply that you can possibly imagine needing is stored in here. Hmm. The shed itself does not seem to have been disrupted by any fight. It remains methodically organized and clean. One thing of interest is that there is a large painting that's hanging in here of two gnomes that are posing in this very garden. One is an older woman who's standing with her hands on the shoulders of a young boy, the gnome equivalent of elementary schoolboy age. <laughs> Both of them are dressed to the nines. These are very fancy, fancy gnomes. Too bad you don't have someone that knows all the nobility with you. Or somebody who's good at perceiving things. <laughs> is there anything in here that's magic? <laughs> yeah, so there is a magic plant in here that is small enough for you to take. And I'm going to give that to you now as well. Great. 
I'm certain Astra is the sort of person who's great with plants. Haven jasmine, the plant that you take during the fall and winter, a haven jasmine will produce one flower bud per day. Whenever that bud is within 20 feet of an invisible creature, it will immediately bloom, filling the area with a sweet scent. Whoa, holy cow. Very nice. I'm so glad our game has a gardening minigame. <laughs> I mean, God knows it already has a food cooking minigame, so this makes sense. Great. God, what a weird plant. Okay, well, God, but no signs of any of the people I've followed in here to try to access. It's not ideal. Lacking anything of substance, I'm going to put that plant on my hip and walk back to the portal and, and go back and find the group and hope they're not dead. So the other three of you were were going into the portal, Yeah, we were headed that direction, for sure. (laughs) Okay. So, Astra, you find that it's a one-way street. You cannot go back. (laughs) When you go to look for another strange shadow near where you came in, you can't find anything. Luckily, the other three are making that same journey (laughs) and soon find themselves coming through into the garden as well. And the group is reunited. I'm just glad you guys... We didn't just leave. You guys, yeah, didn't just leave. <laughs> a, a thing that feels very possible. <laughs> Shit. Oh, hey, you guys. You made it out of the soup. Boy, you all look pretty damp. That's a bummer. Uh, look at this cool plant I found. I also found a dead gnome. Um, and that's it. I don't know where any of the people we were supposed to... Uh, Tommy's? I don't. He's not here. I don't know where Pearl is. <laughs> well, Tommy is a ninja. <gasps> That's true. But I know for a fact that this Jasmine <laughs> would let me know if there was somebody invisible around. You're not allowed to eat this one, Zelf. Zelf is put out. <laughs> uh, after four minutes have elapsed, Johnny goes tiny. The three of you that just arrived, if you want to make a perception check or a survival check, you can. I got a zero on my perception. (laughs) I got a 29 on perception. Great. I have a 23 on my perception check. Does Patty's bonus for being an urban terrain count? Uh, Yes. All right. So that's, in fact, a uh, 25. So first things, Zelf... As you are doing your scan of the gardens and you encounter Mm -hmm. the portrait that Astra had earlier of the very ritzy looking gnomes, you look at this young child and his three piece suit and you are sure (laughs) that this is Commander (laughs) Gorwin Clove who has been training you at Shadow End. Oh Oh my god. He looks like the same little anxious dweeb that you know now. Uh, They have the same sense of style. (laughs) Patty and Johnny out on the balcony looking at this murder scene. Patty, you are able to see that the robes that are being worn are worn by the Democratic Council of New Haven. (laughs) And as you kind of move closer and like turn over the head, even with a zero, Johnny, you recognize that this is Gamware. Oh, man. I might not immediately notice the body or something, like I'll be looking around, and when Patty's like, wow, a council member, I'll be like, what? A body? What? Gamware? Yeah, that's fucked up. And he's going to be really stunned, and like even his two brain cells start remembering (laughs) some of the things that could have happened, and that one of them was to try and save Gamware. Oh man, this is Gamware? Oh, you guys. Oh, we fucked up real bad, huh? I've got two questions. Yes, sir. (laughs) One is, what kind of check would it be to look for evidence that the other team was here? 
plus or minus Tommy, would that be like a survival check to look for tracks? Yes, survival to track them. Oh, as an investigator, you're in your element. A little bit. Oh, I just took a point in survival and I don't have a very high bonus. Could I use my survival check to aid Patty instead of trying it on my own? Yeah, for sure. Nice. Okay, second question. Hate to ask this. Do any of the plants in the greenhouse look edible? I knew. <laughs> I knew. See, this is why I said you can't eat rose. You can't the make a salad without a plant, guys. It's going to be a fight. Mm-hmm. For sure. I will let you steal some of these plants to experiment with. Just some roughage. <laughs> they just fall into my pack. How did this get here? All right. uh, while we have a moment of downtime, I'm going to heal both Patty and Zelf, who look like they've taken kind of a lot of damage. Yeah, I'm at like a one quarter level (laughs) right now, so thank you. Yeah, so heal for 10 points, Patty, and 7 points, Zelf. So reliable. This heal comes in the form of like a comedic, overly large bandage that (laughs) I I, I stick to the side of your head. It's symbolic, it doesn't do anything, but you do feel better. Yeah, right. (laughs) Esther thinks about it for a second, puts it right over Zelf's mouth. (laughs) (laughs) Keep your tongue in there, buddy. Leave that on for an hour, (laughs) two hours. Johnny wants to make a heel check on Gamwear's yeah. body to start CSI and uh, exactly how he died. I just got a massage. I just got a massage. <laughs> no. I just got to feel his body. No. I just got to know. Johnny's just like rubbing a corpse. <laughs> Johnny, make a heel check and also make a will save. Uh, there's my heel. Oh, I rolled a natural one on my heel oh. check for a nine and a will save. I rolled a seven for an 11. Yeah. You're kind of overcome by emotions. And as you're doing this, oh. definitely, it's hard to separate Gamware from the body in front of you. And you can feel in your mind these memories that you've blocked or that you've lost from Vagadzin. Oh, and you no. remember when you met him again in New Haven when it was being built. And Gamware told you that you did save him. You saved him. I saved life him. Of yeah. And you don't remember that at all. And it's it's right on the edge of your memory, but you can't quite get it. Poor Johnny. This has been really rough for your poor sweet brain. Oh, yeah. Johnny definitely starts like doing an anime shonen style <laughs> breakdown about losing an old friend. And he starts thinking, out, no, so I'm going to save you. I'm going to remember how I saved you. <laughs> oh, my God. He's definitely losing it. Uh, we should we should do something. Astra is going to look panickedly at Patty and Zelf. <laughs> Patty and Zelf, you want to make your survival checks? <laughs> 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 yeah, exactly. <laughs> no, no, self, self is going to say something. Self has never had what you call a bedside manner. Uh-oh. But he's going to put a hand on Johnny's shoulder to get his attention and say, Johnny, it's not too late. We can still change the future to change the past to oh, change okay. the present. What? No, he's right. I thought he was saying it was not too late for Gamweer, and it is too late for him. But you're right that we're in a time loop, so... We can save him. We can... Not now. Next time. In the next future, in the next past of the future, we'll be able to save him. Gamweer has died hundreds of times in these (laughs) time loops. No, (laughs) (laughs) But Johnny, Johnny, we just have to save him once. Is that helpful, Johnny? Johnny is definitely silent. You guys can probably tell from his face that he probably doesn't understand the time loop tenses that you're using (laughs) but he's definitely honing in on the confidence that gamware can be saved and it's like all right 
I'll just start packing up the body, I guess. And he's like kind of hoarse because he's been crying. Johnny would like to make a knowledge religion check to see if he knows anything about the burial practices for uh, Gamweir's religion. Does anybody have knowledge nature? Yeah, I do. So for investigators, uh, we can use inspiration on knowledge checks that we're proficient in without spending inspiration. So even though I don't have any, I am going to use it on this check. Yeah, that rules. Skill monkey. I love Uh, it. For a total of 23. Great. So, Johnny, even though you don't know much of anything about the religion of Idon, Zelf, you know a little bit about these pink flowers. You know that in gnomish culture... A lot of them say that bright pink plants were brought over from Haven, this Ooh. mythical continent of gnomes that they talk about, no one has ever seen. That's where these plants come from. So in some way, burying him in the garden would be returning him to Haven in the only way that you possibly could. All right. Well, Zelf takes his chef hat out and holds it over his chest and says, just this once, I let you all know that I'm not bullshitting you. This is how we can honor him and the way he would want to be honored. Johnny nods with like a very tear-stained face and he's like, it would be both righteous and (laughs) bodacious. And he takes the folding shovel out of his backpack, which happens to be there. The corpse shovel. uh, That he didn't really remember putting there, but is absolutely there. And he unfolds it and he starts digging a grave for for this gnome. I can't believe the corpse shovel made a reappearance in such an appropriate <laughs> manner. Oh, God. This is such a beautiful moment. And who said none of us had empathy? I have a spell slot that I didn't use to prepare a spell because investigators and Mjolnir battle chefs can use an unprepared spell slot to prepare a spell on the fly. It just takes more time. Yeah. Uh, for my level, it takes a minute. Hmm. I want to prepare a tears to wine spell. I'm not going to use tears. That's just flowery language of the spell. (laughs) I am going to use some of the water in the room. Okay. So I want to cast the spell on the water. Turns into bottom shelf alcohol. It's drinkable. (laughs) When you drink it, you get a plus two enhancement bonus on intelligence and wisdom based skill checks. Great. So I want to do this before Patty does her survival check. It's counterintuitive. (laughs) <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> I'm never going to turn down some prison hooch. So. The wine also gives Patty other bonuses. Yeah, Patty should be, oh, always be drinking. So Zelf passes around some magical Franzia to whoever cares for it. Yeah, totally. Johnny absolutely takes magical Franzia. Slap that bag and pass it over. Oh, I'd like to give Patty a bit of luck. Wish her luck on this tracking thing and give her a high five. Oh, gosh. Thanks, guys. <laughs> yeah, teamwork. A sad... But resolute high five. <laughs> okay, I'm making my survival check. Okay. Oh, bitch. Okay. I have rolled a 20. Natty 20. That's a 22. And then I believe I get another two because I'm in urban terrain. Yeah. And another two from Tears to Wine. Yeah, oh, another man. two for following tracks. Oh, man. So that's a 28. Natural 20. Absolutely. It's amazing. <laughs> Tommy Emberize may be a ninja, but he is dragging along Pearl, <laughs> one of the klutziest weird girls you've ever encountered. 
you are able to easily track her. You find threads from her like garish green sweater. <laughs> uh, pearl. You can see like the bizarre like shoes she wears with like glitter on them. You can see some glitter in some of these tracks. Yeah, you can easily follow this trail whenever you guys are ready to leave the garden. We need to do another makeover scene with Pearl at some point. I mean, yes, tragic. I don't think we have anything left to do in the garden. I feel like we found everything there is to find. Yeah, Astra's resisting the urge to burn it all down since there were some fae-adjacent mm-hmm. plants, Ooh. but since we buried somebody here, she's, <laughs> against her better judgment, is just going to allow it to stand for now. That means a lot to Andrew, Aww. but Johnny will never, you know. None of them will know that I was going to burn it down. That's important. But I also <laughs> want to make a mental note of landmarks as we're leaving so that we have a good idea of how to get back here. In a time loop. Absolutely. So the trail leads to the eastern docks a couple miles away. You are able to talk to some of the locals there. I guess make a diplomacy check to chat up some people in this area. Somebody's good at that, right? That's my wheelhouse. I will assist Patty. I'm also going to roll to help. I rolled my diplomacy to assist. I got a 14. I have a 23 on my diplomacy. Patty doesn't need anything. Patty doesn't need it. (laughs) She's liquored up and ready to go. So, Patty, yeah, you are able to follow the tracks all the way to the docks. Pearl is a very obvious character. (laughs) Even Kata, the pastel goth. All of them are very recognizable. A lot of people have seen them. I forgot about (laughs) Kata. Yeah, me too. Pastel goth, great. One person in particular seems to know more than the others. And she says, are you all familiar with the nest in Reskris? Johnny, do you know this place? Oh, yeah. Johnny's from Reskris. Yeah. See, I know things about you guys. What kind of check could I make? Johnny, make a local check. But I'm also thinking that I'll just give it to you also, because <laughs> I think that you would know this. So she explains for the group that the nest is kind of this criminal haven in Resgris. It was originally kind of a booming city, but it was destroyed by the Doom weapon. And ever since then, it was rebuilt as kind of like this casino slash criminal front for this Tengu crime family called the Murder. Ooh, I love it. (laughs) So thematic, (laughs) They are probably like the largest crime organization in Irisol. They're very powerful. Johnny... In your job protecting and canvassing all of like the trails and kind of the more desert rural areas of Reskris, you've definitely encountered, you know, murder cutthroats, like just robber barons and, and yeah, criminals. Sure. So you're you're familiar with their type. She tells you that Tommy Emberize and the girls boarded a, a murder vessel at the docks. <sighs> I don't really know what to do. I mean, they had to have gotten on a boat pretty recently, right? Oh, yeah, within the last half hour. Okay, is this person saying that they shipped out? Yes. Yeah, like the murder vessel immediately cut rope and... Well, sure. Yeah, I guess if you've got for people kidnapped on board, you don't want to <laughs> hang around. You kind of want to kick it. No, that makes sense. If there's anything I've been reminded of recently, it's that all of our professors at Shadow End are way more capable than we are. (laughs) I think we should tell them what happened, and one of them is divination or teleportation or what kind of magic 
they'll be able to find these people and get to them a lot faster than we could doggy paddling <laughs> out to the ocean. <laughs> yeah. And That's my vote. Self, that makes sense. So let's go back and talk to Bavel and um, sort of circle up. Yeah, I feel like that's not a terrible idea, especially now that we're, for better or worse, going to be able to tell him that Glorahan is in fact dead and everything is happening again. So... Mm, yeah, he'll love that. That's not going to send him off the deep end whatsoever. <laughs> when you finally arrive back at the potion shop, you find Prince Erling standing vigil, waiting for your return. <laughs> oh, yeah. Sorry about that. He's oh, yeah. <laughs> being attended to by Bentaro Valentine, who's looking... Normally, he's very, very put together. Uh, he takes a lot of pride in his appearance, but he's looking a little stressed, a little haggard. He doesn't look like, you know, he's really been taking care of himself since you've seen him. But he's working to stay at Erling's side and help him with whatever he can. And right now it's keeping Castrian away because Castrian is kind of following them around like a little fly. <laughs> Just being like, Prince, I implore you, rethink your decision. Send me to welcome New Haven into Berwyn. You know who she is, right? Like, it's Patty Hurts from Raid. I I'd be sure she's charming. <laughs> To someone, but really? are you hoping to embrace Gamware or hack him to death with a machete? Uh-uh. And Pantaro keeps swerving around to stay physically between the two of them. <laughs> Prince Erling doesn't even register on his face that Cassian is there and speaking. But as soon as you guys approach, Erling like brightens up and walks over to you guys. Uh, and he's like, so did you have any luck? <laughs> well, I mean, so we look like we're covered in the blood of ourselves and our enemies <laughs> and lightning bolts dived in the ocean, etc. I don't think we're in great shape. I think Astro probably looks fine. <laughs> oh, no, I think you're right. Yeah, Erling probably rushes you inside and takes you to a more private room anyway, uh, but also to let you sit down and, and get some care as he continues to pressure you about what happened. <laughs> Did you speak with Gameware? This is all Patty. Uh, we we did um find Gamware, yes. We saw him and he did not have much to say. Erling sort of nods and he says, Well, I appreciate that you made the effort, Miss Hertz. Berwin does as well. I'm sure we'll figure something else out. Oh, so happy to help anytime. <laughs> what do you think about Cassian? I, he's certainly eager to support his country and he has General Windstar's seal of approval, but to tell you the truth, I find him absolutely insufferable. He's too needy. But maybe Gamware will respond to him if, if I send Castian out there? Castian, <laughs> huh? Yeah, you know, I've always found him to be a, a shit talker, and I've heard on good authority that he cheated in the Little Peak Dungeon. I mean, <laughs> I can't reveal my sources, but I was just say a little bird told me. You know what? I think that sending Castian off to try to find Gamware is a fantastic idea. <laughs> I would love, I would love to see Castian just head out there. Alone on the mean streets. <laughs> yeah, uh, P- Patty. Why would you like him to head out there? <laughs> would you say? <laughs> I mean, uh, I think that getting him out of our hair for a little while would be excellent. <laughs> and you know, things can happen on the road to people. And I think he's perfectly capable of handling himself. He is always trying to get ahead. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, don't laugh, 
Patty. <laughs> Erlin listens to you. He doesn't seem completely convinced as he does visibly hate Castian. But he says, well, regardless, you four don't worry about that. Relax and heal. You've done more than enough. I've received word that the army cleared the bridge this evening. Erosia is retreating all across the island. The trains aren't running quite yet, but you should be able to return on foot to Fort Frawley without issue. Bavel has been waiting for you to escort you back. Your grace, simply out of curiosity, was there a plan B in case there was just no getting through? You know, if Gamweir wasn't in a state to listen. <laughs> Erling kind of smiles like his like fake, charming, empty smile. He says, ah, that's not the kind of attitude that gets someone to listen to yourself. <laughs> we have to think positively. Nobody in their right mind would turn down this offer. And I mean, he didn't say no. <laughs> <laughs> he didn't say yes either. <laughs> he didn't say yes yet. And we'll get a yes, Patty. I believe it. Astra's going to lean over and nudge Patty and say, you really could have headed that off, you know. <laughs> <laughs> I love a good decapitation pun. Oh, um, it's worth mentioning that a ninja we semi-befriended seems to have kidnapped Pearl and uh, the other one, the Pastel Gath. He wasn't my friend. He wasn't, you know, that's fair. Erlene doesn't seem to care much. She's just like, oh, we'll, we'll look into it. But you see Bantaro's face kind of drop when he hears that something's happened to Pearl, but he can't really react at all because Erlene is already off and moving and he has to trail behind him and help. You find Bavel taking a nap in the back of the potion shop. He's been waiting to escort you to Berwyn. You have a long journey across the bridge ahead of you, and as you walk along the train tracks, you see the true extent of the war that you mostly managed to avoid. (laughs) (laughs) Slain Berwyn and erosion soldiers are scattered in equal measures across the entire length of this bridge. And aside from the daunting task of removing the bodies, it's clear from the damage to the structure itself that the train is not going to be running anytime soon, despite what Prince Erling thinks. As you go, Bavel is kind of giving you a lecture. He's like, we need to be very careful about what we say and do right now. This is usually about the time old man Ventori realizes that despite his best intentions, he's not actually pulling the strings at shadow and just keep your head down, act normal for the time being. A certain type of person is going to be looking for someone to blame in the coming days, so don't make yourself an easy target. If there's anything we excel at, it's shifting blame. Don't you worry. <laughs> And Zelf wants to fill him in on the fact that they called Pearl and Glorahan anomalies, and the fact that the murder's involved, if he knows anything about them. On the point about the anomalies, Bavel kind of shakes his head. I'm sure you guys have seen the ritual in the journal at this point. Not many people have been able to pull it off, but when they do, somehow it tends to draw a huge target on their backs. I won't ask you to take that risk. Good. But if you did, it'd be damn useful. Nah. <laughs> I mean, if it's a time loop, couldn't we just have Glorhan and Pearl keep doing it? Target can't get bigger, right? It's up to you guys. I mean, <gasps> if the time loop comes to an end, are you comfortable knowing that you'll be reset and have no memory of any of this? <laughs> Maybe that's some kind of freedom. I honestly don't know these days. But that's going to be something you guys are going to have to decide for yourself. Uh, I think I put all of my cards on the table whenever we confronted you about it. I'm fully prepared to cast the ritual at least on myself. Anyone else who wants in can. I'm not going to lose this opportunity in the waves of time. 
Burnt Cookbook Party is Andrew Hansen as Johnny Brightchild, Caitlin Stadahar as Patty Hertz, Paul Lukemeyer as Zelf, me, Jenna Stieber, as Astra Blepp, and Justin Green as GM and World Builder. Produced by Jenna Stieber. This episode edited by Caitlin Stadahar and Jenna Stieber. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health-monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.